0: And I want to talk about losing at zigzag, learning the hard way. Losing at zigzag, learning the hard way. First Samuel chapter thirty. First Samuel chapter thirty. First Samuel chapter thirty. Samuel chapter, uh, 30. The words say in verses one through. David and his men reached Ziklag. They had attacked Ziklag and burned it. That was the enemy, the Amalekites. And they had captured the women and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but they carried them off as they went on their way. When David and his men reached the they found it destroyed by fire, and the wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because the men were Talking of stoning him, each one was bitter in spirit because of his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Losing that zigzag, learning the hard way. A uh, zigzag is defined in scripture from several perspective. In one sense, Ziglag, the word means comfort. In another um, perspective, it means winding. Now, you may have recently heard about zigzag in the sermon of Freedom by Pastor Anthony Spencer a few weeks ago. What a marvelous preacher. He talks about puts some pressure on it. And if you are a man and attended men of the Bible on Tuesday night of freedom. It came up during several lessons on David's journey to the palace. Biglag is a place where David's men discovered the loss of precious things, but eventually the Lord, uh, let them recover it all. This time, uh, when they return. They do not stay at Ziglag. They move on from Zig because Ziglag was just a stop on David's journey toward coronation because you know David is destined to be king. But he's not to be king at Zig. Later in Bible history You'll read in Nehemiah 11:28 that Ziglag became an outpost for the returnees of Babylon. So much for history. What's the life application of this text? Here it is in a nutshell. Ziglag is that place or experience in your life where you attempt to make life count without keeping your personal relationship in act. David had lost communion with God. In a sense, David was sleeping with the enemy. He had settled into about a a one-and-a-half-year existence, finding presumed safety and security In Ziglag, that you can read in chapters 29 and 28. How many of us might need to examine our decisions, our priorities, our passions, the things that give us security, give us comfort? How many of us may need tonight to ask the question, Did the Lord direct me here or did I find my own way? Now, there's a difference between comforts and comfort. Comforts are the things in life that are okay to have as long as they don't become priority and one's obsession you know, comforts, like big house, car, travel, wardrobe, social life, family, friends. First Timothy 6 reminds us that our God is a God who gives all things to enjoy. God is not offended by comforts. However, comforts is as defined in 2 Corinthians 1 and 3. It talks about uh, the God of all comfort. Comfort is his presence, his, his, his possessions that he brings alongside him when he dwells in our life. That's comfort what God brings when he comes alongside our lives. Some of us wrap ourselves up in comforts and declare ourselves comfortable, and yet we don't experience comfort. You can only sleep in one bedroom at a time. You can only drive one car at a time. You can only sit in one room at a time. You can only watch one TV at a time. So the caution during this season, and I'm preaching a series of sermons called Tis the Season. The warning during this season is this. Let's not become so obsessed with creature comforts and forget the priority of the creator who wants to be our source of comfort. Most of us on Lifeline tonight, uh, I'm sure, are past 30, 35. Shouldn't we be past the time of, of living where we are just restless to get Things. If you're 40 and still waiting on Santa Claus, shame on you. Because Jesus tells us life consists not in the abundance of things one possess. Remember that man worked, prospered, reached all his investment goals, retired with a healthy 401k and pension. He sat down in his backyard admiring all he had, the beauty of his manicured landscape, and then guess what? He slumped over and died. Jesus asks us a question. Now, who's going to get all those things? Don't let it happen to you. Don't lock yourself into Creature comforts and security and tell yourself they are your sources when they're only meant to be sanctified resources. David and his men were torn at heart when they discovered zigzag was not a safe haven. Eventually, they recovered all. It happened When David returned to God, repented, and resumed walk in his kingly destiny. We never lose what the Lord intends for us to have. David got it all back. Got women, children, not one hair missing. Verse 8, the Lord declares, without fail, recover all. Verse eighteen and David recovered all. Verse nineteen, David recovered all. In verse twenty, and David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before those other cattle and said this is David's spoil. So David not only got back what had been taken, but he got a bonus. Isn't that just like The Lord, when we resume walking in his light, he not only gives us what we ask for, but unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above anything that we can ask or think. So the losses at Ziggler are not designed to strip us. To separate us or to handicap us. They're designed to give us a moment to reevaluate and reconsider so we can return to the Lord and resume giving him what he deserves and what does our Lord deserve. He deserves the best of our service. Yes, sometimes. Uh God orders a hard lesson, but the lesson is not designed to fail us. The lesson is designed to teach us. David lost stuff. He lost materials. They were destroyed by fire. And my brothers and sisters, when you think about it, it's all going up in smoke. What do you have today that's fire-proof? How about your personal relationship with God? How about a covering over those who connected to you? How about an inspirational model to those around you? How about just being a blessing and an asset to the church? How about your whole life being a praise unto God? At the end of the day and the night, David praised the Lord for what he had left, not what he lost. Because that stuff that went up in smoke, he can get it back. We can get it back. What was lost at Ziglag wasn't a big deal after all. So hallelujah during this season, not for what you lost, but for what you got left. Hallelujah. Learning the hard way. And that's the word of faith which I teach tonight. Amen. Amen. Amen.